When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's so easy to feel lost these days, whether it's your career or your finances or your relationship or just life in general. I feel like, I don't know, we're in such a polarizing time and yet people really want to figure out what their purpose is. I know I've struggled with this my whole life, you know, what what's my identity? What does it mean to be Shauna? And it's not an easy task, but it certainly can be done. I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money. And today we're talking You're Not Lost with Maxie McCoy and Ask Shauna. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. So I could not believe the question that came in last week from Jane, and it went so perfectly with the podcast episode that we're doing today with Maxie that I just had to share. So Jane said, hey, Shauna, I love the podcast, been listening to it for a while now, and I've gotten so many great tips out of it. But one thing I want to ask you, and I don't really know if there's an answer, but I sort of feel lost. I feel lost financially. I have a pretty good job. I have a pretty good income. I otherwise have what you would call a good life, but I just feel lost. I don't know what I should be doing. I don't know what I should be thinking about. Is there any way you can help me think about this question and maybe help me not feel so lost? So Jane, that's a great question. And I think so many of us, at least at some point, feel that exact same way. I have felt that way so many times, just feeling lost financially. Am am I chasing money or is money chasing me? What should I be doing with my money? What should I be thinking? Long before I was a financial planner, you know, I, I struggled with these questions. And then when I became a certified financial planner, I still had these questions. And so I realized wow, if I have that expertise and I still have these questions that everybody else should 
probably struggle with this stuff at some point in time. And I know it can feel really isolating. And there are so many different articles. There are so many different podcasts and YouTube videos and you name it about, you know, the 10 steps you should take to be financially free or do these three things and you're going to be in financially great shape or whatever it may be. I mean, I've even written articles like that myself for publications that I've written for. So I understand, you know, the kind of clickbait titles that are out there, but it can really make you feel a bit lost, especially if you're not able to check a lot of things off the list. And I think that's the thing about about finance is is because we don't talk about it, because we don't go hang out with our friends and sit down at dinner and talk about, you know, how we majorly screwed up with our budget or even things that we've done really well with our money. You know, maybe we made this amazing investment or maybe we were really smart with our first home purchase and now we're able to take cash and buy, you know, our kind of dream house. We don't share a lot of those intricate details about how that actually happens. We just like to share the highlight moments. I bought my first house or, you know, I'm suddenly earning six figures in my business or whatever it may be. It's those those Instagrammable moments that we like to share with people that can make us feel really lost, particularly if we're not in that same situation or if we don't know how in the heck to actually get in that situation. And so, you know, I don't think there's any, this is, this is the tough question to answer is this is so individual. And that's the hard thing is not knowing anything about your life, not knowing anything about your goals, not knowing anything about your career or you know, are you in a relationship? Are you not in relationships? How do you pay your taxes? Like all of these millions of questions that I would ask if I was in front of you and if I was your financial planner would change probably the answer to my, to your question, I should say. And it would probably more concrete of an answer. But, you know, if we're just talking in generalities, I can, I can speak for things that have worked for me, things that have worked for my friends and other people that I have tried to help in this particular situation. And I think it really starts with assessing the situation. You know, why do you feel lost? What is it that is making you feel lost financially? Is there something that you can pinpoint? And there isn't always something you can pinpoint. Sometimes it's just, I don't know, I just, I have this feeling and I just, I I don't feel good about my financial situation. And so that usually means that, okay, maybe you're not doing anything negatively. You know, you're paying your bills, you're paying off debt, you know, you're contributing to your 401k, all, all of those things that seem really obvious, but maybe you feel like you should be doing more, that, that something more should be happening or something revolutionary should be changing. And that's not always the case. You know, if we talk about building wealth uh, and smart money moves and all those sorts of things, it's usually a multitude of really small steps along the way that equal out to something great. You know, if if we talk about, you may have re- read articles about this too, about, you know, comparing somebody who starts investing when they're in their early 20s, maybe they start investing with 25 or $50 a month versus somebody who starts investing in their 40s and they've got to put $500 a month into their retirement fund. The difference of just making those really small, tiny, tiny contributions when they were younger, how fast their 
investment portfolio has the potential for growth versus somebody who's later on in life who maybe hasn't taken those steps. And that's not to shame anybody who who hasn't taken those steps. Um, I'm the first one to say I was a really, really smart saver in my 20s. We saved a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money in a 401k. And then I got divorced and that went (laughs) bye-bye. And so I was in my 30s and I was starting over from zero. So it didn't matter what I did in my 20s. It did because it, it helped financially through that process. But my point is that you could be at any place in spectrum, whether you're investing or paying off debt or not doing anything. But I think it really starts from figuring out, you know, why is it that you feel lost financially? And then can you identify a few, like two or three maximum, really small steps that you can start making right now this month that will help either ease that feeling of feeling lost or will help you towards whatever goal. And You know, I have found that usually we feel lost and certainly I've felt this way when I have this goal in mind that I want to achieve, but I'm not actively participating in doing anything really (laughs) to actually get to that goal. So I feel lost. Like I feel like I'm never going to achieve that goal. But when I step back and I look at the situation, I'm like, well, of course I'm not going to actually achieve that goal because I'm not actually doing anything. (laughs) And so there's kind of like a get yourself in check Shauna moment. Um, and so, you know, when I get in those in those moments, in those situations, I, I come back to my piece of paper and I come back to, okay, what are three small steps? And sometimes it's only one small step that I can start taking today or this week or this month. You know, I, I found it works best when you're in a short period of time because then you can you can do it you can check it off and you can feel like, okay, I got that thing checked off. That is one small step. Okay, let me start adding to my list. What's maybe another small step and another small step? And before you know it, you're actually marching towards that goal or you're marching towards alleviating that feeling of loss. It's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to you're not going to invest, you know, a million dollars today. You know, you're not going to pay off $50,000 of student loan debt today unless maybe you win the lottery. <laughs> and then maybe you can pay off all our student debt. But my point is, by keeping your head focused on why do I feel lost? Okay, what are the small little steps I can do that can help me either alleviate that or get close to a goal or just feel better about myself? It makes such a big difference when it comes to getting yourself like out of the rut and and focused on all the good stuff in life because when we're especially financially when we're feeling lost I feel like everything tends to come off the rails you know maybe we're not the best in our relationship maybe we're not the best in our careers maybe we're not making great decisions that's my personal experience and what I've seen working with other people is it tends to kind of like seep in to the crevices to a lot of other things in our life. And I make this argument all the time. I I had this conversation with a friend last night and he challenged me a little bit on it because I mean, I guess it's a little bit controversial, but money affects everything. It really does. Name me one thing that money doesn't affect in some way, positive or negatively. And I don't really think you can because 
it's in everything. It's in our careers. It's in our personal life. It's in whether we go to school or not go to school or start a business or not start a business. It's in our, you know, everything, kids, it's just, it's there. And, and so I think when you're feeling lost financially, it can really change the way you're feeling about lots of other things in your life. So if you can do this process and it sounds really foundational, really rudimentary, but it's what I always come back to. So I know it works. And if you can just go, okay, what's the problem? Why am I feeling this way? And what are some little tiny things that I can do proactively? And it could even be, you know, if you're feeling lost, maybe you haven't started investing yet. Maybe the the, the first thing on your list isn't to start investing. Maybe the first thing on your list is to go talk to someone in HR to find out what your options are or to read an article or to download an app. Like it's tiny, it's tiny, tiny, tiny little things so that when you check them off, you feel like, you've done it. You know, you're, you are proactively in charge of your life. And I swear to God, it just changes everything. And so Jane, this was such a great question. Hopefully I've given you some food for thought, uh, to feed into our podcast episode with Maxie McCoy. And she is awesome. I spoke with her a couple weeks ago before we did the podcast and we just talked and talked and talked and talked. And she's just one of those people where I feel this connection to. And she's written this new book that I think all of us could completely resonate with. It's called You're Not Lost, An Inspired Action Plan for Finding Your Own Way. And I don't know. I think it's one of those books that you just, you keep forever and ever, that it just sits on your bedside table or on your coffee table. And, you know, anytime you're feeling lost, you come back to it because it's so easy to get lost, whether it's career, relationships, or money, whatever it may be. But I think when, and I know she speaks about this in her book, we talk about this on the episode, when you can find all those small steps you can take in all those areas of your life, you can really try to pull yourself out from feeling lost and you're going to feel lost again. (laughs) That's natural. But I think once you have some of these tools and you hear some of her amazing words, it's going to inspire you to take some action and to really be in charge of not feeling lost. Financial anxiety, anyone? Yeah, you're not alone. But worrying about it, it doesn't help. Earnin does. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 per day as you work and leave an additional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So, how would you spend the money you get from Earnin? Well, Honestly, my hubby and I have been feeling a little bit disconnected lately. That's what happens after you've been together about 12 years. So I would spend the money on a special date night with dinner and maybe bowling, you know, to bring back some of that giggly excitement that we both felt at the beginning. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security, gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin, T-A-L-K-A-N, money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin money under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash T-O-S for details. 
Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Listen, if you've been using Mint to manage your money, I have got some news for you. First, the bad news. As you might know, Mint is shutting down for good. But the good news, well, there is a way better alternative that is a personal favorite of mine, Monarch Money. And I'm not the only lover of Monarch Money. Many Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and just raving about it. I used to manage my money with an Excel spreadsheet. I know, so archaic. And it was so time consuming. I tried all of the apps. But I just didn't find one I liked until I found Monarch. And I've got to tell you a secret. Monarch is so easy to use with a very intuitive design. You can even collaborate with your partner and you can customize Monarch for whatever your needs are. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Let's go back to the collaboration bit. Because we know money is a leading cause of divorce and breakups, Monarch has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. You can see all your finances, make a budget together, get insights on your cash. Yes, cue the confetti. There will literally not be any more arguments over money. And if you've been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, or rarely updated, so was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful ad-free, and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Monarch has a tool that allows you as well to easily import your data from Mint. You can keep all of your tags and all of your categories. After trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm Samantha Cole, host of the new season of Understood, The Pornhub Empire. Over the course of four episodes, I'll tell you how a horny YouTube knockoff in Canada came to dominate the porn world, only to shatter their cheeky reputation in a massive scandal. The Pornhub Empire is a new season of Understood from the CBC. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Want to know the number one money question I'm asked? It's how to get started investing without being overwhelmed. So if you're asking yourself the same question, then you have to check out the Investing for Beginners podcast. The hosts, Dave and Andrew, they break down investment terms and strategies in a way you can finally understand. I love that they're making investing accessible and they have an entire podcast dedicated to helping you invest better. Even if you're not ready to start investing, they explain the stock market and financial updates so you can really understand what is being said on the news. If you're ready to learn more about investing, I'd recommend you start with two of my favorite episodes. Listener Q&A, how do you start investing with a thousand bucks, where they explain how you get started right away. And back to basics of building your portfolio, where they explain how to build a portfolio from scratch. The Investing for Beginners podcast is a great way to start expanding your relationship with money. Find Investing for Beginners podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. 
Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. So, Maxie, I am so excited to chat with you today. Um, I've been looking forward to this all weekend. So. Same. Same, same, same. Yes. I'm so happy to be here. I love chatting with people that I feel like this kind of, you know, juju connection with, um, which sounds crazy. You know, sometimes when you do a podcast, it's like pulling teeth. And then other times it's it's just, you know, the time just flies. I have a feeling we're not going to have enough time today. (laughs) It's just that's what my gut's telling me. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it goes that way. So Let's start off, you know, you've got this amazing new book uh, called You're Not Lost, an inspired action plan for finding your own way. And let me tell you, it is hitting home with me. It's a title I love. It's something that I think really resonates for me. Um, I've really been honest on this podcast that, you know, I felt lost, whether it's in career or it's just in life in general, and have had to find my way through, you know, sometimes where I, when I just didn't feel like there was... uh, you know, an action plan for that. Yeah. So yeah, and I, an answer. I know. I, I mean, sure. I feel like right. I'm the same way. I, you know, I have felt like that at various times in my life. You know, some days I have mornings where I'm like, really glad I wrote this book for myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, and it totally resonates with me too. And honestly, that's where it came from. Yeah. So what? I mean, like, what did motivate you to write this book? Did you just wake up one day and and with like this burning sensation of I've got to write this book? Or was it, you know, I wish I don't know who has those muses, but I really would like them. (laughs) I, I, you know, this, this was more of a kind of a layered experience to be able to get to this core answer of how to help people who are feeling lost. It, It was one of those things I felt like I was kind of smacked over the head with and only you know, on the third or fourth year was I finally listening like, oh, right, this is the thing that I'm supposed to write. So I was on the road talking to women exclusively, young professional women, um, as I was building out global communities. And, you know, I would have all of these conversations about career and, and, you know, the various things that are going on for all of us, you know, just in this space and time. And the one thing that I heard over and over and over again was, I feel so lost. And what's funny is while I was hearing it, it wasn't like I heard it once. I was like, oh, that's the book that I'm going to go and write. I started to get pregnant with the idea that, you know, there was, there was something that I needed to write, but I needed to figure out what was it that was actually needed. And when I sat down to do that process, you know, it finally just kind of, that last time of being hit over there, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the thing. This is the thing I've heard this entire time. My muse, I think, was just waiting for me to pay attention. And then, you know, I I, I went and wrote the answer to that. And, you know, I think the, the, the question that I always have, and maybe you have better insight in this from talking to a lot of people is, is the feeling of loss, like, is that a factor of kind of the world we're living in now? Or is that something that isn't that unique? It's just something like we all go through? Yeah, I really do think that it's something we all go through. One of the more, you know, surprising things to me on this journey has been hearing from so many people of completely different age ranges, completely different levels of achievement who feel this feeling of being lost also. And, you know, I, I really think that it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of contextual things, right? Like we might be feeling more lost than 
past generations because we are constantly looking into the lives of other people, which when we internalize everything that we're seeing on Instagram, you know, we're feeling like, I don't believe that I'm, you know, my skills are enough to go and do these things that I want to do. But I also think that, you know, we just obsess over the big picture and over the final outcomes and all the places that we're supposed to be instead of really searching for the direction that we need versus being obsessed with the destination. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm like, well, that's no, okay. No, I'm just I'm kidding. Really I... You've never felt that, but we can break it down. That's cool. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? I feel like that, you know, all the time. I mean, I, I, I'm constantly have ideas and things I want to do and, you know, and then, yeah, you open your Instagram feed or, or, you know, another social platform and you're like, God, maybe, maybe I'm not the right person or, yeah, maybe that's not for me. And you start to feel really small. And I, and I, you know, I hate that people have that feeling that that even has to exist, you know, that we have to be um, in such kind of a comparison society. But, you know, kind of looking at your own life, you know, what are some of those moments maybe that stood out for you of those those lost moments? And then, you know, ways that you found yourself through? Is there anything that you kind of pulled on to to bring to the book for oh, that? Yes. Oh, yes. I mean, you know, when I felt the most lost, and I, I think this is one of many themes that leads us to feeling like we have no idea where our life is going. But, you know, <laughs> at the time in my life, for me, it was when a really big goal that I had always had, which was to be broadcasting for a major network, specifically in sports, just fell flat for me. I was hosting this tiny segment down in Dallas covering high school football. And I, you know, I was just looking around. I was like, but wait, like I'm here. This is everything that I've ever wanted, but I don't want to do this. So I, I don't know what it was that I was wanting. And now I don't know what I should want. And <laughs> You know, it was like the the achievement and that big shiny goal just really fell flat for me. And then, then what? And it, all of us have had these experiences, right? You, you do something great, you get a promotion, you start your business, and then you're kind of like, okay, I I did this, but I was doing this because I felt like I should, and I wasn't really tuned in to the things that give me the most energy. And now I just have no idea where my life is going. And for me, one of the, you know, in one of the biggest times of feeling lost in my life that had a massive, massive impact was being able to use the reflection of others. You know, I think when we're feeling particularly lost, what's actually going on is we are not believing in ourselves enough to just continue to take small step after small step because what no one realizes is the destination is never picked out for you. You're literally creating the path as you're taking it. So you have to be taking it. And that can be hard. It can be hard to take steps into the unknown. I mean, we've, we have all been there and some days it's more difficult than others. But what I have found is, you know, really being able to cultivate community around you and utilizing them is a really, really important thing. I'll give you a, just a very specific example. So when I was feeling kind of the depths of this, I worked with a friend who sent out a survey to like 20 of my cheerleaders. So people who are just in my corner, they are maxi fans, even though I wasn't a fan of myself at the time, because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. with my life. Um, And we asked them a set of questions. It was about five questions 
I could rattle them off, um, but I'm probably going to be missing some. But basically, like, what makes Maxi seem irreplaceable? Where do you see her in five years? What do you think is holding her back? Any other, you know, kind of sleepy thoughts and notes? And the friends sent that out to these, you know, kind of 20 cheerleaders, so like friends, parents mentors, sages, just people that I felt were always in my corner no matter what and really saw my potential. And then she cultivated and and really brought those answers together for me and shared some of the themes and told me, you know, what people saw for me. And I am not kidding you. This was about four plus years ago. I am literally living that life right now. And I cannot go back and look at that spreadsheet without crying because those people saw it. And that's what I don't think that we realize when we have these people around us is they actually can be incredible mirrors to help us figure out that direction that we need. We just really need to utilize them. And eventually our self-belief will come to match the belief that they've always had in us. Yeah, I I completely agree. I did that actually earlier this year with uh, a few of my friends and asked them to uh, more or less kind of write my bio, you know, like what, what, what did they think about me? Wonderful. And and it was amazing, yeah. you know, these friends from different points in my life and the similarities mm. that were in each of the different responses that they wrote, you know, and I, I told them just be like completely yeah. honest, you know, if there's something I'm doing that's not great or you see a flaw, you know, I want to know yeah. that as well. And it was, it was, it was eye opening because it was what I think I portrayed to people, you know, uh, but I wasn't sure if that was actually getting across. So, I mean, I think anybody listening, like that is an awesome experiment, especially if you are feeling yeah. lost. Yeah, it can really just help you because when you're feeling so lost, you don't even know which direction to start taking a step in. And I think what happens from those answers, you know, and you might have experienced the same with your group of friends is it just starts to show some avenues like, okay, like these are some themes and what they're saying. These are some ideas from them. What is resonating with me? What feels energetic to me? And then maybe this is going to be the path that I take a small step towards. Yeah, for sure. You know, and even, I I mean, kind of weighty topics, you know, feeling lost. I know I've battled with, uh, depression and anxiety. And there is nothing that can make you feel more lost. Even if somebody has like opened the door and the bright, shiny thing is like staring right at you. (laughs) So I think there's just so many situational things too in our lives where, you know, I talk about this with with money too. You know, you think you graduate Mm -hmm. college, you get this job and then everything's on the up and up. And it just, it doesn't happen that way for everyone. You know, I can't tell you when something's going to happen, but I can tell you something's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. And I think to your point of, you know, even just bringing up the depression and anxiety piece, it's, it's knowing that, you know, so many of these emotional and human experiences that we have, aren't necessarily going to completely go away. It's it's more asking ourselves, like, what can we learn about ourselves from them? What are the strategies that we can use to, to make light of a lot of this stuff? And I think being lost specifically is, is similar in that there's actually so much to learn yes. in, in being lost if you're willing to sit in that shit a little bit. Yeah, that's and we don't often want to do that. We want to no, just like move on. I want to get through it. You yeah, know? but it actually yeah. is when you sit there and you have to figure your way through it, and you have to create an action plan because yeah. nobody else is going to do it for you. 
They're not. And I think that that is like a really important step that we miss. And I'll say that to anyone that is not feeling pumped about the direction of their life and, and even knowing what that might be is it, you know, it's totally okay to feel lost. Feeling lost isn't, isn't the really big problem. Feeling lost is just a stage in coming out of it. And we, you know, have to ask ourselves, you know, what, what are the things going on for us? You know, what are all of the quote unquote, you know, wrong turns or left turns I've made? And all of that is information on where we don't want to go again. And that's huge. Yeah. You know, it was funny, actually, I was with, um, I go to this acupuncturist and she's like this really intuitive person that, you know, you just kind of walk in the room and she's like, okay, you're not having a good day because of X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, oh my God, I haven't even, I haven't even opened my mouth yet. And you know, everything, you know, and she said to me uh, the other day when she had like her hand on my pulse, she's like, did something happen to you when you were a kid? I'm like, well, not really. I'm like, but you know, when I was in the sixth grade, I had done a dumb thing and I had told this lie that then kind of like, you know, it, it got bigger and bigger and then people, you know, didn't want to be my friends and I've, I felt yeah. horrible about that. And she looked me dead in the eye yeah. and she's like, everybody's done that. <laughs> everybody, everybody. And it was yeah. this great moment of realizing that, you know, and I, I talk about this all the time with, with money mistakes that mm-hmm. we all do them. We just don't talk about them with other just, people. Yeah. So you can we, feel uh, lost. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, that is, that is not just about being lost. That is, that is one of the core human universals of life, which is why things that you are doing, like bringing up these conversations in a, in a big and a public manner takes a so much courage, but B it's so important because when we're able to hear that, Oh, that person feels so lost this week too, or that person felt lost at one point in their life and look at what they did. You know, it, it just reminds us that we're not alone in all of this. And if if we can open up the conversation, we can find the strategies to, to like your experience, just kind of let it go and know that, all right, that was actually a totally normal feeling (laughs) in, in figuring, you know, figuring this thing called life out, which all of us are just, trying to do. Right. Yeah. We're just on our way. You know, and I think we're just on our way. I get a lot of questions from listeners, obviously, about career. You know, this is the yeah. generation that is, you know, trying to grow and thrive in the career. But then also, you know, I mean, the economy is still not perfect mm. for jobs. And, oh, you know, we're yeah. I read a statistic that I think it said that 54 million people, it was something like 43% of the population are, um, are in the gig economy, are freelancers, you know, and and trying to find another alternative, whether it's to make more money or to find something different than kind of the Mm -hmm. normal, you know, nine to five. Uh, You know, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who is really feeling lost in their career and is trying to figure, you know, what do they do with this crazy like bucket of skills they've got? I know. I think, you know, everything that you were just mentioning about not only the economics, but what our workforce is looking like is is a really big part of this, right? Like when we talk about feeling lost, you can feel lost for reasons other than your career, but most times it comes back to this kind of cornerstone of, I don't know where to put my skills and my talents. I, I literally just don't it's know like, what that angle. It's like an identity, yeah. right? 
I mean, it, we have we are living in a culture right now where career is very much wrapped up with identity. And that is kind of one of the things that I think that we have to peel or roll yes. back a little bit, right? And know that, you know, we can, if if we focus on the things that light us up and really ask ourselves, where am I drawing energy in life? How can I go about, and this is like one of my favorite questions that I'm always trying to ask myself, what is the absolute smallest thing I can do to put that energy into action right now, this week, tomorrow, and continue to do that, that is going to build a deep sense of self-belief in ourselves to the point that the path will eventually show up. And I give that example because that small step does not necessarily mean that you're going to find your way by finding a new job. It just is going to mean that you are putting your energy into action, which has a lot more impact than we think. We're always looking for like, what is this big leap, which I think is complete BS, or this big change that I can make. And what we're not realizing is the biggest changes we make are in these tiny decisions that we continue to do over and over again. And so to answer your question, really concisely, because I know I'm long-winded, is just going back to what are the things that energize me most? And you can look back in your life and ask yourself, when have I felt the most proud? When have I felt the most energized? What are the things that have really stayed with me? Any kind of hobbies, work, projects? And then what's the absolute smallest thing I can do right now to put that energy into action and let it be small, right? Like when did we lose the importance of projects and hobbies and and small steps in order to figure the big stuff out? Yeah, I think absolutely. You know, that's been a process that that I've gone through myself. I, I grew up Me thinking, too. you know, yeah. you, you got to make a lot of money and you got to be, you know, you got to be the best. And, you know, that was exhausting process. (laughs) It it just, it absolutely is because you, the only thing that you can be the best at is whatever the best for you looks like. And it just, it absolutely is exhausting. And we have all been there. And I think that that strategy, uh, your advice about the small steps, I mean, that's so, it's so critical. You know, sometimes people write into the podcast asking me questions about, you know, like, what can I do to revolutionize my finances or, or my career or whatever it may be? And I, yeah. I always reply with, it's the small things. It's the, it's the foundational bits that we don't want to spend yeah. time doing, but it's taking, like you said, it's taking one step today. Like what energizes you? What can you right. do to actually right. like breathe life into that? And I think what I've found, I don't know if this is your, I imagine this is your experience, but when you start doing those little things, it's like, oh, okay, I'll just do a oh, few more little things and a few more I, little things. And you get so excited, don't you? I'm sure you've had this experience, but like when I look back on on mine precisely, like every the, where I am at right now of, you know, having been in sports broadcasting and now having, you know, six plus years of, you know, working in women's leadership and now having a book, like all these dreams that I had no idea how to make happen started, I am not kidding you, from a tiny decision over Christmas break. I was still calling it Christmas break at the time. Cause I was like, you know, 23 <laughs> <laughs> to, to 
take a writing class. And I kept going back and forth. And I was like, but I'm really miserable, but I want to take this writing class because writing's always been my first love. And I want to write about the things that I care about. And I was like, you know what? I just, I feel like this is right. And it was a, it was like a six week class. It was, it was not that big of a deal. It was a tiny decision. And in that class, which I never could have predicted, I ended up meeting the route to my very first job in women's leadership, building out these global communities that I referenced at the beginning of this conversation. And I'm telling you, I the amount of times I look back and thank that past me for just doing that one little thing, because that one little thing has led to now seven years of little things, to your point, because you just get so excited and the path starts to open up in ways that won't happen if you're not walking. Yeah, I I just I can't like amplify that point enough. Um yeah. just for any any part of your life. Um so is there you know, let's say somebody's in that I'm I'm lost moment. You know, mm-hmm. is there any strategies or mantras or like anything that maybe they can do that can be sort of those small steps? Like anything that you've used in your own experience? Yeah, I think first and foremost, absolutely go back to your community and do that survey. Like period, the end, you need to know what people are thinking about just specifically your skills and talents in the world. And then for yourself, just kind of really coming into what does that look like for you? What are the things that have continuously lit you up? And the reason I go back to this piece of reflection, reflection is such an important part of coming out of the lost fog because so often we're just obsessed with forward, right? And when we can't see all that is in front of us or supposed to be in front of us, clearly we just get you know, in such a big tizzy. But what can happen, you know, by looking back is your life has an entire storybook of answers and information to give you. So if you take the time to look back and there's, you know, there's all kinds of questions you can ask yourself. And I've mentioned some of them, like, what are the things that have lit me up? Asking the questions to your set of friends, you know, where are the places I felt the most energized? Where have I felt the most proud? When I look back on the last five years, like what are five highs and four lows, you know, just kind of really forcing and prompting yourself to take the time to reflect because what you'll realize is there's themes. There's so many themes that are already existing. There's a lot of information already there that's going to start to move that fog away and help you understand, okay, I can now get into a place of action because I know what action would look like based on having taken the time to even figure out what I do and don't like. Yeah, I've done that process the last year. I think where I've been trying where I have actually come out of like a fog of anxiety and depression. And, and it was looking at those themes. And it was looking at what are the things that I like to do, irrespective of whether I make money doing Mm -hmm. them or not, like detaching Mm -hmm. those two things. And then you're able to put it back together in a way where it makes sense. And you know, for me, yeah. it was a way that then actually I was able to earn more money doing those a things, lot of money. which is crazy. So this, you know? is, this is what's so interesting. I think that you're, you're hitting on something that's really important, which is, you know, within like specifically financial to remove the financial pressure from 
the feelings of being lost and from the reflection that you need to do and what you need to do next. Like when I look at, you know, where my entire business started was on a blog that I spent, I think $300 at the time paying somebody on the internet to do a WordPress header. And the only people reading that blog was my mom (laughs) and me. Like all of the views came from my family. And I just kept doing it because I knew I loved to write. And I knew I was having all these conversations with women around the world that I wanted to capture, literally never had a plan to make a business out of it. And then I kept doing it and I kept doing it and I kept doing it. And two years later, and you know, there were, there were milestones along the way, but I was like, oh wait, like there's a following now. There's people asking for things. There's, you know, there's just various things happening. Like, oh wait, this actually could be a business and my business. And if I didn't have a plan to do this, but you know, we, what we expect of ourselves is that we have that all figured out before we get going. But if you talk to any person who is living any version of a dream that you want, they will all tell you the same thing. They didn't have it all completely figured out before they started. They just were doing things and kept doing things. And that's what I think is incredibly important is that you keep doing it. You don't have to keep doing the same thing, but you you stick to something and you let it evolve. And eventually you wake up and you're like, oh, right, right. I'm doing stuff based on what energizes me. I detached it from outcome. And now, oh, okay, here I am. I am living this life that I, I couldn't have conceptualized even a year ago. Yeah. I mean, when I started this podcast, I had very little strategy, if close right? to zero. <laughs> I had no idea if anybody would actually even listen. Uh, You know, I had no idea, like, could I be compelling? Could I get it? Can I get a point across? And then it started to catch on. And I started to realize, you know, I actually like doing this. And I actually like talking to people. And I like that knowing that there's somebody listening who right now is hearing our words, and it's impacting them in a positive way. And, And, you know, had I never taken the step you know, who knows what, what would have happened, but well, uh, nothing would have happened. Exactly. Right? Like it just, nothing would have happened because if you don't do something, nothing happens. Like you don't, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be big. It, yeah. It doesn't have to be big, like write a book or start a podcast. You know, it could be very, maybe there's a conversation you need to have, or may, maybe there's, you know, someplace you need to go or, you know, it could be, it could be, maybe there's something in your house you need to rearrange your furniture. I don't know, you know, a book you need to buy, right? Like it's, it's, it's all of, I didn't also just say that because I have a book. That was not my point. <laughs> that but was like, a great plug. I, I swear, <laughs> no, I just, I always turn to books in my own life. Like so much of what has always held. <laughs> this is very funny. This is just like, actually my face is red. I'm like, that is not the example that you just picked when you have a book coming out. But it is because in my own life, books have always yes. just mattered so much to me. And and I use that as an example, mainly because it's small, right? Like you can spend $15 and or a free conversation or whatever it is. And it, it really can have an impact because it's getting your energy into motion. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just... I, again, I can't amplify it enough. It's just, it's so important, you know, those, those little steps. Is there a chapter in the book that just really sings to you? Like like a chapter where every time you read it, you're like, God, I just love this chapter. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the, that is, that's really funny. I haven't had anybody ask me that, but the chapter that's coming to mind is just, is 
is one that is called 99 Problems, But You Are Not One. And it actually starts the book because I think what's so really hard for us is, you know, we make this, any of our feelings, right? Any of our problems, you know, the feeling of being lost, whichever one you want to use, we make them so personal. And we feel like because, you know, we're feeling lost, that we are lost, that we don't have the talents, that we're never going to make it, that we're never going to get there. Like, who are we? Like, it really does spiral into this entire just experience. And I, I really love the chapter because I go, you know, just really into the structures that exist that have made us feel the way that we feel, you know? And so, so much of feeling lost is because we have a lifetime of people telling us that, you know, especially as women, that we're less than, that we need to act a certain way, that we need to be a certain way, that we need to have a certain type of career. And for me, it's really just coming back to the, you know, one of the first steps that can help give you clarity is understanding that once you start to tap into the highest possible expression of who you are and what that looks like in the world, everything else is going to become easier. But that requires doing the work of all of the crap that you've taken on, you know, the, the messages that you've heard from the world that you've been trying to be and just letting them go. And, uh, you know, the example that I use in my own life is just kind of taking a list of here's all this stuff that people have told me to change. Like you're so talkative, you have opinions, like you're like a big personality, like all of this stuff, like become smaller. And actually, as soon as I started letting go of all of that and just doing me and inversing it and really like, how can I magnify and use these talents for good? All the good things started happening. That's so powerful. I just, that, that's so powerful and so true. I mean, I can share yeah. so many stories about myself where that has happened, where I've- Please do. I like want to know. Where I've, We're all going. Where I've, you know, like f fallen prey. I mean, especially- in my career, you know, being a certified financial planner, when I first got the designation, people were like, well, this is the box you're going to fit in. And this is what you're right. going to be and You're a woman. So you're going to be, you know, I mean, I'd go into yep. cl client appointments and people would call me the secretary. I'm like, uh, uh no, I don't think so. No. You know? Thanks. But so. there was this thing inside of me where I was, I knew I'm a creative person. And I, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I started my my first business when I was in college and that that piece of me like I can't squish and I've tried in my lifetime yes. to squish it so many times you know uh and it, it doesn't it doesn't works. go away so I just work. learned you know what this is who I am this is what I'm embracing I yeah. have these unique yeah. set of talents and this is what I like to do this is what you know I can have a terrible day and I do a podcast and I feel so excited, you know, and it, it really isn't until you lean into those things that you realize like, mm -hmm. wow, this is me. Yeah. And, you know, my, my husband, Jeff, he's always saying, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. And yes. for the longest time, stay I was like, well, what is lane. my lane? What is my lane? He's like, you know, in your, your lane. lane. <laughs> you do because your lane is just you. Right. And I think that's kind of what we forget. We're always looking for everyone else's like expression of lanes to be in and and really the lane just starts with us and being the the most us that we can be and figuring out how to express that in a way that brings us energy so i'd love to do on that note a little lightning round to round out the yes. podcast oh, okay oh, so okay. i've just a, just a couple of kind of crazy questions um Okay, you could wake up tomorrow and have breakfast with anyone. Who would it be? Oh, it's Oprah. I'm just so obsessed with her. 
it's just just pure obsession she i always joke that she is my religious experience so it's oprah done and done, done and done i like it that's a good one i i probably i might choose that too all right next question yeah. so finish this sentence this is an interesting one money is what an avenue for being creative love it that's such a great answer ah oh thank you okay you want to know but let me tell you but now i know it's supposed to be lightning but i i can't go on yes there's nothing lightning about me um i was just talking to one of my dearest friends who got passed up for this big opportunity and she was like oh i just i wanted that money so much because it was an avenue for freedom to create and I b- were both, you know, love to write. And I was like, oh my God, that is all that money has ever meant to me. It's just allowed me to create. That's a good story. <laughs> so that just happened like an hour ago. So it's top of mind. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so this one's a little bit tricky. So are you a, a salty or sweet treat person? Oh, that is not tricky. That this is the most non-tricky thing I've ever been asked. I am sweet. I cannot live a day without dark chocolate in my life. I am sweet. <laughs> Now, my personality might be salty sometimes. <laughs> There's the balance, I, right? I, yeah, something like that. Okay, I imagine I know the answer to this last one, but you're on a deserted island. You can either bring a book, your cell phone with reception, or a TV. What would you be bringing and why? I don't own a TV. I wish I could break my phone and throw it out the window. Hundo P, it's a book. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. You, you, I knew that you knew the answer to that. Any, any particular book other oh, than yours, of course. You want to know what? No, I am one of my, and this goes back to our girl, Oprah. Her book, it's a compilation of her, what I know for sure columns is one of my absolute favorites, just to remind you that life is going to be great and let's all be grateful. And since I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners out there, Firestarter Sessions by Danielle Laporte has had such a major impact on me being able to like get my stuff together and really take a plunge a few years ago to run my own business. And I just think it's such a thoughtful and insightful guide for anybody trying to do their own thing. So cool. Well, I feel like we could we could talk forever, uh, but I would love for you to tell the listeners when and where they can get your their hands on uh, You're Not Lost. Oh, yes. So it will be at all major retailers. So you can order from Amazon or Barnes & Noble or Target or Walmart on August 21st. It's available for pre-order now. It'll publish on the 21st and be in your hands so just, you know, do a little do a little Google search, you'll find it. All right. So time for us all not to feel lost in any area of our life. And I'm right there with you. I'm going to be reading the book right there with you and practicing absolutely everything that I'm preaching to you on this episode. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. And hey, do me a favor. If you love this podcast, head on over to whatever podcast player you're listening to this episode in. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment. All of those help us grow the podcast and it helps us continue to do more and more Millennial Money episodes. 